Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You all already know what time it is. We're breaking down the big skill. We're talking about who has the matchup advantage in terms of running backs, fullbacks, tight ends, and linebackers. That's where we're going today, folks. It's going to be a pretty good episode because this is where I believe the the closest battle and the determining potentially determining battle of this game will come in. There might be some surprises today if you're not if you're not too familiar with Texas Tech football, but don't worry about it. That's why I'm here to guide you through all of it, all right? And don't worry, the prediction is on the way. It is coming on game day, so make sure you listen to the game day episode, all right? Anywho, check out all that and more on today's episode of Locked On Wolfpack. You are Locked On Wolfpack, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. So, folks, I hope y'all are well on this Friday evening. Uh, we're going to get into who who has the, the matchup advantages. And, and the first place that we're going to start is in the backfield. We're going to start with the running backs here. Both teams uh, have two running backs that have done good things, that have been in the systems for a while, that have done good things in the systems for a while. So we're going to start there, and then we're going to move forward into – uh, some of the other things as far as we're going to move forward into some of the other things as far as what we're looking at um, with as far as what we're looking at in terms of what makes these guys really, really good and who I think is just a little bit better overall. OK, so first of all, y'all know about Demi Sumo, y'all know about Jordan Houston, but let me tell you about these two big old boys that are coming out of uh, out of Texas Tech. One, he's the leader of the group. He's the guy that's probably going to get the lion's share of the touches. Taj Brooks, 5'10", 230 pounds. I'd hate to say this, but he reminds me a lot of Javante Williams uh, from the University of No Consequences uh, as of, I want to say, what, two years ago? Yeah, he reminds me a lot of that. He's not the biggest guy in the world, but he is tough to bring down. It is no easy task getting that guy on the ground. And then in... um. Sir Roderick Thompson, you've got a guy who he is the leader of that team to a, a certain degree. He does everything the right way, but he's also a very big guy. Let me explain to you how big these backs are, okay? Thompson is six feet, 220, and he's the lighter one of the two. Taj Brooks is 5'10, 230. These, you heard that right now. These two running backs, on average, you take what they got and average them out, you're looking at 5'11", 225. They're, this is going to be a, a very interesting thing to see. And don't get me wrong. We're not going to see a game where these, these two get 30 carries. That's just not the case. That's, that's never been the case. It'll never be the case uh, when you're talking about Texas Tech and, and you know all of the Mike Lee's disciples that they've had come in and be offensive coordinators one after the other. You're not going to see that, right? You're not going to see backs get just an absorbent amount of carries. But with that being said, one of the most one of the most dangerous things about um, the running gun and all that good stuff is that it just kind of 
more and more over the game, it just kind of thins you out up front. You just kind of more and more guys leave the box as the game goes on, if they're having success throwing the ball. And then all of a sudden, they have a numbers advantage in the box. And then you think to yourself, well, we, well our guy is better than their guy, and our guy will change the math. It's hard to change the math when you've got big backs. Because that's not normally the case in these offenses. Normally, you want the um, the more uh, Jordan Houston-like. Normally, they're going to be a little slimmer, a little bit more wiggle to them, good, good receiving skills out of the backfield, all that type of stuff. These guys here, if you have a light box and you try to arm tackle one of them, congratulations, your arm may be going with them. But they are not stopping. They are not stopping. You're going to have to put a solid lick on these guys to get them to go down. These are, again, very, very, uh, two very good backs, two quality backs, both kind of the same powerful build and all that. I'd probably say that Todd's a little quicker. Uh, however, uh, Thompson Jr. may be, may be uh, uh, again, a, a guy who, when he needs that one or two yards, he just knows how to get it. And, and Taj is also more explosive. I, I want to say he was like top 10 in the nation in rushes of like 40 yards or something like that last year. So these are, again, this backfield, is a good one. Is a good one now. I'm not I'm not sugarcoating this. I'm not gonna say, oh, they're they're slouches and you know, they've got nothing for our boy. This is a, a good backfield, and with uh their starting quarterback being hurt, I expect to see these two. Again, I'm not expecting 20 carries apiece, but I would I would expect them to carry the ball more than what you normally see, simply because that's what makes sense, even though. Texas Tech does not have a bunch of great run blockers up front. I don't know if you want to, uh, with an inconsistent quarterback, say, I'm going to trust you to throw the ball 60 times this game, and that's what's going to get us the win. I don't know. I don't know. Some about that just – it just feels like you're asking for trouble as opposed to leaning on two proven products in the backfield. That's just me. That's just me. I'm not a coordinator. I'm nobody's coordinator. I'm nobody's coach. So I could be wrong. I've been wrong in the past. I'll be wrong again in the future. But I believe that we'll we'll see a, a good dose of, of both of those two touching the ball. But now we've got to come to our backfield. We've got to come to our guys. We've got to come to old Slimy Shark and Jordan Houston. Let me tell you something. I think that this is the game where we find out how powerful, how good of balance, how um, how well will he do in terms of breaking tackles and, and you know, making something out of nothing. We'll see that out of Demi Sumo because Texas Tech's linebackers are a lot like ours, except I don't think they're as good going backwards. I don't think when they have to – we're, we're not going to get there right now. We'll talk about that a little later. But when it comes to stopping the run, these linebackers from Texas Tech, they are it. They have the it factor. There is no, no question about that. So – We'll find out just how good Demi Sumo is in, in terms of um, keeping his balance through contact and running through guys. Because, again, it's easier to do that when you're playing against two teams that are objectively smaller than what you're seeing in camp. Like, that's just a reality. You're not seeing anybody that is close to the size of NC State so far in terms of ECU and Charleston Southern. You have not seen that yet. So what are you really when it's when, – when that – when you get those uh, those linebackers and that big defensive line and those um, nose guards that are, you know, pushing 320, 330, uh, Bowberry Biscuit away from 340, what do you get when you're going up against that, when you're running into that? Where does that come from? 
So that's that's a, a question that's going to be answered there. And Jordan Houston has shown the ability to be a really good complimentary back. However, there is still the question mark of, is he good enough to be the one? Because while some people have, have given this to Demi and said, hey, that's that's one, and there's no way around it. I don't know. I don't, in a game like this, this is a prime example of where Jordan Houston will have an opportunity to not just do well, but to shine and flourish. Again, I've talked about the Achilles heel of that Texas Tech linebacking core. Is their ability to do things in coverage? Is what they do when they're asked to mirror a route? Is what they do when you ask them, hey, this is your zone. Make sure nobody comes through it. And please, for the love of God, don't chase anything underneath. Sit back. Rally to anything in front of you. That's where they get in a little bit of trouble. So with that being said, the the question, there are, for me, more questions than answers um, coming into this game, but that's to be expected. It's game three of the season. It's your first game of the year against the power against power five competition. I'm not expecting you to have it all figured out, but Texas Tech in some regards does. They just because of the nature of their their guys are older, they're more experienced, they've had Texas Tech kind of does. So in the in the matchup of the running backs, in the matchup of the running backs, I got to give it to Texas Tech. I got to give it to the Raiders. Now, now, with that being said, again, the offensive line part of that is crucial because it is very possible that even though I believe that as of now, from what I've seen, they have the more talented backs, it is very possible that their offensive line gets the wheels whooped off them in the run game to a level which they're they're rendered null and void anyway. It's very possible. Who knows? We'll see it. And I'm I if anything, if you were to ask me how they're gonna perform on uh on on Saturday, that'd be my bet. That my bet would be that the offensive line would make it really, really hard for them to do what they want to get done. And and that's uh ultimately what you're gonna see there. And that's what's going hold this team up. That's that's my belief. Again, I could definitely be wrong about that, but I'm just saying that's what I believe and that's what I'm betting on in terms of what I expect to happen in this game. And speaking of betting, let me talk to you all about betonline.ag. You see the little you see the the little uh overlay there? Is it, everybody getting overlays now? That's all the cool kids are doing. Anyway, BetOnline is your number one source for for all of your pro and college football betting needs and sports info this season bet online is where you can find all of your football league developments game matchups news and podcasts including this year's uh week two and three games for the ncaa bet online is your continued source for all your sports raising information including live betting esports and scores the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports events including mlb mma boxing and golf head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action Bet online where the game starts. Again, that's betonline.net. So the next thing that I want to talk to you all about is the, the tight ends, okay? I know a lot of people are looking and saying, well, Trent Penix is hurt, and that's, that's going to be a huge blow. That's going to be a massive blow. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying by any stretch of the imagination, hey, you know, this team is, is just going to be exponentially better without, I'm not saying that that would be a lot. And, and you know what they say, a lot don't care 
Who tell it? But even with, and I don't say this lightly, even with Trent Penix being down for a little bit, I'm a firm believer that Chris Tootle can get the job done to a level up to where like, yes, you're obviously going to miss a Trent Penix. Trent Penix can do a lot of things well. He is the guy that I look at and I say, well, he's probably the, the most versatile player on this offense. I don't think that anybody would be disagreeing with me there in terms of how many different things he can do and how many things he will be asked to do. But with that being said, I think that Trent Penix is going to put this team in good hands. I think Trent Penix is going to put this team and I'm sorry, not Trent Penix. Christopher Tootle is going to put this team in good hands. He's going to do what needs to be done in order to guarantee that um, we have some big body threats down in the red zone, that we have some big body threats when we need them just to get those couple of yards on a little stick route or something like that. I think that he's he's going to do that. I think that that's going to be the case. With that being said, when you go over to uh, Texas Tech, they don't have a traditional um, tight end in the way that we would think about tight ends in in terms of um, in terms of you know just guys who are going to be lined up either attached on the line of scrimmage or close to the line of scrimmage that are going to be asked to um, catch the ball and and do some blocking and do all those things. They don't have those guys um, outside of maybe Henry Teeter, who, I mean, yes, he he does a little bit of catching of the ball, but mainly when he's in there, it's going to be the block. And, and when you do see him uh, kind of slip out and all that, it doesn't really give me too much pause or concern. So, I, I think that the tight end matchup, even down one of our best players in Trent Penix for the next few weeks, I think NC State kind of takes that battle. Because, again, I don't – like, at the end of the day, if you tell me, hey, watching game film, how much does Henry Teeter worry you? What what does he – when you watch him play, is there something that comes into your mind where you're like, oh, man, we need to watch for this or else we'll be in trouble? Not really. Not really. I mean, I – I can't say that there is any anything that I, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And it. with that being said, we're going to move forward to the linebackers because obviously I think that there's a decided edge in terms of tight ends because touchdown toodle versus their guys. I don't I don't really think that that's too much of anything to be worried about there. Um, so now we get to the linebackers. This is the fun one. This is the fun one because y'all know about our linebackers. Y'all know about our linebackers. You know what our linebackers do. You know how they get down and all that. But man, they got they got it. They their linebacking core is another one where they got some ball players. Okay, when you're looking at Krishan Merriweather being um, a leader of that unit, when you're looking at um, Cozy Eldridge, another guy, those are they got guys who have played a ton of ball, who have been there for forever and a day. It seems like, and with that being said. Those guys who have been there forever in a day, you expect them to make some plays. I mean, that's just the reality. You expect them to show up, do some good stuff, and make some plays. And so with that being said, um, I don't think that this is in any way uh, uh, just a complete and total wash, as in like they don't come close. I I think they do. I think that, you know, Merriweather and and Eldridge and company, I think that they they are, again, when it comes to coming downhill, when it comes to – Hey, I've got the tee off. It's time for me to go lay some hat. I think they do that well. I think they do that well. I think that they do that to a level that is 
a little bit concerning. Just just being honest, they do that to a level that you're going to look at your running game and say, oh, wait a minute now, what's what's going on here? Uh, I'd probably throw Demetri Moore in there as well as another guy that when they're going forward, when they're coming downhill, when they can tee off, they're, they're good. They're at their best. However, when you ask them to cover grass, ooh, that's a little bit different of a story there. That's a little bit different of a story. And so with that being said, um, I think that that is, is why, I mean, when you look at our linebacking core, yes, we did see Isaiah Moore look like he struggled in coverage um, against ECU a little bit, but that was more so a thing of like, that's one of the more explosive, one of the more explosive running backs in the nation. He's lined up man on man with him and took just a God awful angle. And you know, that's you're. I mean, nobody's perfect. You're, you're going to run into some plays like that here and there, but all in all, um, with Peyton Wilson hopefully being healthy, with uh, Drake Thomas coming, with Drake Thomas being who he is, with Isaiah Moore being who he is, I, I think that this is this game is going to bowl well uh, for those linebackers because again, the the difference between our guys and theirs, I think that theirs are are very like right there. Maybe I think they're about the same. If there is an advantage to be had, a razor's thin advantage to NC State. But with that being said. When you talk about dropping back in coverage, I think that's where our linebackers, totally different ball game from what Texas Tech can do. And this is not to say that they're, again, bad players or anything like that. It's just that that has been an Achilles heel for most of them. And so I think that uh, I think that this is one where there's a decided advantage in NC State's uh, favor in terms of linebackers. I mean, their linebacking core is good. I think they've got one of the better linebacking cores in the Big 12. NC State has a linebacking core that is one of the better in, in the nation. That's just the reality. That's just the reality. So um, I think that them showing how good they are in terms of pass coverage in this game, I think that's going to be vital. And I think that, that if if this linebacking core, if, you know, um, Thomas, Wilson, Moore, Beattie, Scott, and company do absolutely phenomenal jobs of getting to their drops, of not biting on the stuff underneath that that opens up the big shots and all that, rallying to the ball, making tackles in space. I am telling you, this is going to be a really fun game for NC State. It's going to be a great game for NC State. It's going to be a good time to say, hey, we finally got another win uh, over a, a Power 5 team that is not in the ACC. It, we, we did it. That is what I'm telling you right now. So, that's uh, what I got going on there. That's that's what I believe in terms of what these teams have shown so far and what I've seen out of them. I'm that's what I'm saying. That's when I look at these linebacking cores. That's what I believe, and that's that's just what it is. On that, we're about to wrap this thing up. So stick around for a word from our sponsors. All righty, and we're about to land this thing. But I hope that I've given you um, a little bit of a preview in terms of what I think will happen on, on Saturday. Uh, because again, I think that they're running backs a little more proven, a little more talented, not sure if their offensive line will give them the ability to show that I'm not sure um, about that aspect of it. And then when you talk about the tight ends, I think that even without Trent Penix, decided advantage for NC State, decided advantage there. Um, they don't have anybody that I would pencil into the game plan in, in any significant way. Just being honest with you there. And then in terms of linebacking core, when it comes to stopping the run, it is close. That is a close one. That is a 
hey, hold on now. This is neck and neck type of deal. But when you look at the totality of all that a linebacker will be asked to do or all that a linebacking core will be asked to do, when you look at the totality of, of the fact that both of these teams like to air it out, both of these teams will attempt to air it out Saturday. When you look at the struggles that Texas Tech's defense has had, linebackers have had in terms of pass coverage, I'm I'm going to give the nod to NC State there. So I I, I think that uh, this is a two-to-one advantage in terms of big scale groups for NC State. Again, I think that it'll be a great day for NC State if our linebackers are, are covering grass ex- or covering the areas that they're supposed to be covering and doing well in man coverage to to take better angles and mirror routes well because I, I don't think that uh, Texas Tech's linebackers have the ability to do that. But we will see. Stick around as I'm coming at y'all next with a review of the skill positions. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are locked on Wolfpack. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 